Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Welcome to the Blogging Your Passion podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Milligan and Bob Lodick. So how do I take my blog and turn it into a good book concept? Well, that's going to be the topic for today's podcast, and I am privileged to bring you Chad Allen. He's a good friend of mine, and he's going to walk us through this. And I know many of you out there, you're wrestling with, okay, should I turn my content into uh, a book from my blog? Uh, is there a message that I've written that I can create my own book? Is Should I go the self published route or the traditional published route. We're going to kind of tackle some of those questions today. So, Chad, welcome to the program. Thanks, Jonathan. It's great to be here. I'm really pleased to to be on your podcast. Thank you. Well, there's nobody I know better to tackle this this topic than you. And this is uh, something personally that I am wrestling with myself as I'm looking to either repurpose some of the content I have or you know, this passion that I have to actually begin forming it into a great book concept and then deciding which direction I should go. So this is something personally that I want to tackle. Uh, I would say at the very outset, Chad, let's just take a second because everybody on this uh, podcast may not know your story a little bit or what you, who you are and what you do. Maybe take a minute, tell everybody who you are and what you do. That's great. Well, I work as editorial director at a at a large uh, trade publisher. Uh, as a group, we publish about 300 books a year. Uh, the division I represent, Baker Books, uh, publishes about 70 books a year. And as editorial director, I lead that division. So my responsibility is to lead the team, to, uh, to participate in discussions about what we publish, and then to develop manuscripts that we decide to publish. So um, a lot of it is about networking and building relationships with authors and literary agents and leading a team, uh, you know, through a strategic plan and and then developing uh, the manuscripts that we're going to publish. So uh, so that's my role here at, at Baker. And, uh, and then I blog on the site at chadrallen.com. My tagline is helping you find your voice and do your art. And that really is my passion. I love to help creative people do their best work. So um, have a have a few other things going on, but those are the main things that uh, take up my time. Okay. Now, I know having a good book concept is paramount. And for those that are listening, maybe they've been blogging for a year, two years, six months. But my question is, how can bloggers use their blog, the, either the message of their blog or, you know, we use a blog to, to find our voice and we get to that point and we feel like, we want to do something, something that 
we can take this message and put it into a form of like a book. So how can bloggers use their blog to create a good book concept? That's great. Well, I'll just say that I think bloggers are a lot further along than people who aren't blogging because as a blogger, you know, and I've seen this in my with my own blog, Jonathan, I see what resonates with people and what doesn't resonate so much. So I already have a sense from my traffic stats and comment count and so forth. I have a sense of what people are interested in hearing from me. And of course, the sweet spot is is finding the the intersection between where my passions lie and where where my audience um, resonates. And so once you find that spot, I think you're beginning to circle around a book concept. Um, and from there, what I encourage, I'm just getting really practical, what I encourage uh, writers to do is to brainstorm uh, book titles and subtitles. Um, book titles and, and subtitles are concept labels. So if you give yourself, say, 20 minutes to just brainstorm as many titles and subtitles as you can come up with, uh, what you're doing actually is brainstorming different angles on a concept. And so then you can go to um, to a group of friends and have them contribute to your brainstorm. And then once you've narrowed it down, I found it really helpful to use, uh, for example, Facebook or Twitter to, um, to poll people um, on, you know, what book proposal or what book concept they like best. Um, so I, you, you and I know this. I, I, I created an infographic that sort of graphically presents this process, and folks can grab that at chatrallen.com forward slash infographic. Uh, but it just visually shows you a process for getting to a compelling book concept, starting with some some scattered ideas and then getting down to a really strong book concept. But uh, the blog is a great place to um, to try ideas out, to, to try to test the waters and find out where is that place between, that, that place of overlap between my passions and what my audience resonates with. That's where, that's the sweet spot where you want your, your book to uh, to show up, if that makes any sense. Yeah, totally. And I love what you said when you were talking about engaging your audience, because I think bloggers don't realize how much further along or the advantages they do have when it comes to heading down that path of creating a book, because they have the ability, like you said, to get feedback. And that feedback is so valuable because we can we can iterate, we can adjust, we can move as we get the feedback from our audience. And especially, you know, I've seen other successful bloggers that are publishing books get ideas anywhere from, you know, the way the the, the graphic design on the book jacket cover is to titling to, I mean, there's just so, so much opportunity to not only get feedback, but also create a buzz about this yeah. book that you're working on, which is which is very helpful to create that anticipation leading up to what you're doing. Yeah, not just anticipation, but ownership. I mean, if 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 I have participated in helping you pick out a cover, then I I feel like I own that book to some extent, hmm. and, I, and we support we support the things we feel ownership in. You know, it occurs to me, Jonathan, that you could use your blog in at least two really specific ways in terms of surveying 
people and surveys are super easy to do with tools like SurveyMonkey and PollDaddy. But you could two specific ideas. One is if you if you got it narrowed down to three or so uh, different book concepts, you could you could go to your tribe, you could go to your blog readership and say. I'm trying to decide between these three topics. I could get engaged in all of them. I'm just not sure which way to go. And you could you could pull your audience that way. And then once you have one nailed down, a particular uh, direction nailed down, then you could say, here are three or four different titles that I'm thinking about, titles and subtitles. Could you tell me which of these resonates most with you? And people, you know, that's just, it's so awesome that the bloggers have a group of people that they can go to with that kind of a question because they're going to be much further along than than somebody who doesn't have um you know that kind of support and help along the way so let's tackle a topic that i hear a lot at least i hear the the talk out there online i've seen it i've been asked this in emails that i've received if someone's looking at writing a book or working down that path of creating that book concept and moving towards that, the inevitable question comes up, self-publishing, especially with the popularity of Amazon and Amazon Kindle, or do I pursue traditional book publishing? What, can you give us some insight there from, you know, from where you sit, uh, obviously from your experience, uh, you see this debate or this question come up a lot. Do you have any tips, advice that you can provide? I'm even wrestling with this myself with some of the book concepts that I'm even thinking about over the next one, two, three years that I want to create. And, you know, I'm wrestling through this myself. I'd love to hear your insights. Yeah, great. Well, and I'd love to. I'd love it if by the end of this podcast you could have made up that that decision, uh, Jonathan. Let's make that our goal right now. That <laughs> we're going to make this decision. Well, we'll try anyway. Um, I think I think the first thing to um, to start with is what's your goal for your for your book? Is your goal like re- our friend Rebecca Livermore is in the process of releasing, I think, an ebook a week. Isn't that right? Is that what she's doing? She is just going after it, and she's a she's a writer. She loves to write, and she is uh, at least in the last couple of weeks she's produced two really good uh, books on the Amazon Kindle. So she's all in. Yeah, it's something like it's something like a book per week or a book per month. You know, it's going to be really hard for a traditional publisher to work with you on a plan like that. So if you have a goal of of cranking content out. Oh, in a you know in a very sort of quick turnaround uh, situation, self-publishing is a great way to go. If your primary reason for writing your book is to uh, use it as a a lead uh, generator or or an ethical bribe, or you know you, your main reason is to gain email subscribers, again, self-publishing you can't beat it uh, for 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 that particular purpose. Another question to think about is how how big is your platform already? Because the, the the bigger your platform is, the more likely it is a traditional publisher will be interested. So let's say you're at 500 subscribers uh, to your email list. Um, now you might find a smaller publisher that's interested, and, and and you know if that 500 subscribers comes with you know 30 speaking gigs and you know a bunch of other platform um, components, then you you might get interest. But let's just say you're 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 kind of starting out, or you're 
um, you know, you've started and you're and you're still building your your platform. I think traditionally publishing is a great way to grow your platform, so that a traditional publisher um, does get interested. But but let's say you're at 10,000 subscribers, and your goal is to get your book into as many hands as possible, and you even want to make it on the bestsellers list. Well, that's where a traditional publisher can be really really helpful, uh, particularly with the, the hope of uh, writing a bestseller. It's really difficult for a self-published book to do that because the way you get on a bestseller list is by having your book sold through channels that report to uh, bestseller lists. And uh, normally a, a self-published book, just that's just not possible to be an Amazon, Barnes Noble, Books A Million, Independence, you know, the list goes on and on. Um, you know, it's pretty easy to, to, to publish on Kindle, but just pu being published on, on Kindle won't necessarily land you on a bestseller list. Um, so often what happens if a self-published book takes off on Amazon, then a traditional publisher will pick it up, and that's how that book will end up on a bestsellers list. So those are at least a few guidelines to, uh, to keep in mind, Jonathan, as you make this decision. <laughs> Of the angle that you went at, and that is to what's your goals? Because it's so easy yeah. for us to to automatically think, you know, okay, what's the benefits of this one? What's the benefits of that one? And we don't think for a second about the goals. What is the goals here? And so that's helpful. You've got me thinking. I was taking notes. Hopefully, those that are listening, you can take notes unless you're in the car. That's a bad idea. But definitely. <laughs> Listen back over this because uh, he brought up some, definitely some good points. I remember having a conversation with you, Chad, that really kind of made me think. And I think this was something I wasn't currently doing when I'm working on Kindle books, or at least the uh, first original Kindle book that I created. I, I didn't think through and I didn't do this process. And it's something that you've kind of challenged me on. And it's whether you're going self-published or traditionally published, you need to start with a book proposal. A book proposal is going to help you either way that you go. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So in some ways, you know, it's like, you know, would you would you walk into a massive forest without a map or a trail? You know, uh, well, of course not. At least, you know, not if you're in your your, your right mind. You know, so you know, writing a book proposal is is your map for for moving ahead or another analogy would be you know would you start trying to build a house without a blueprint um you know well you might but it's probably not going to be as nice a house as if you took some time to plan it out so you know the different component parts of a book proposal sort of um help you think about for example what is my concept and then once you have a concept um, because you're going to write a chapter-by-chapter -chapter synopsis as a part of that proposal, you're going to have to think about how is this content going to flow from chapter to chapter, and you're going to figure that out when you write your proposal. You're going to you're going to write a bio, and and um, writing a bio is really helpful um, in um, in helping you figure out how to talk about yourself, how to establish your credibility. And that's so important uh, when it comes to interacting with an audience. Um, another part of the book proposal is the marketing section. You know, it's it's just really important to think about that ahead of time. How am I going to market this? Um, the sooner you have some of those pieces in place, 
the sooner you can begin working on them, even as you're writing the book. And then, of course, every book proposal includes um, some, uh, you know, a writing sample. So you actually begin the book as part of the book proposal. So whether you're self-publishing or traditionally publishing, I think a book proposal is a great way to get started. And as I interact with people and ask them, what's the number one challenge you have with writing a book? The the biggest thing I get back is uh, I don't know how to get started. I have a few ideas. I have the, I have some passion. I have the willingness to work hard, but I don't know how to get started. My advice is, uh, you know, I can't think of a better way to start than than with a book proposal. That is great advice and something that everybody listening right now should think about if they in fact have a book in them take that step and begin developing that book proposal. Well, Chad, I know you are about to actually open the doors, and I know you don't really do this a lot with actually open up and doing coaching through this process of developing a winning type of a book proposal. And you're getting ready to open the doors as at the time of this recording. It may already be open. Maybe you could give us some details there. But you are carving out some time to spend with some people on developing a great book proposal. And it's called Book Proposal Academy. Can you tell everybody listening right now how they can get a part of that process? I've watched some of the training videos that you've put together, and those alone are going to provide a lot of value. If you're listening and today and you're wondering, how do I get started with a book? Those are going to help. But can you talk a little bit more about Book Proposal Academy and what that's about? Yeah, so this is this is kind of my effort to serve um, you know my own my own tribe. That what I've heard as I've been blogging over two years now is people keep coming back to me for um, you know information about how to how to write a compelling book proposal. Uh, in fact, uh, you and I are in a mastermind group, and it was you know our our friend Dale Callahan. Who really? He was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back when when he said, "Chad, if you could help me write a book proposal, I would I would just love that." And I was like, "Okay, I've heard this, you know, I don't know how many times. I just have to do this. I feel like I'd be irresponsible if I if I didn't." So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to host six coaching calls and. Um, I'm going to give some content in each of those calls, teach on a particular aspect of writing a book proposal, and then I'm going to open it up and let people ask whatever questions they have. I've, I've been in the traditional publishing industry for 15 years. I've reviewed hundreds of book proposals and worked with hundreds and hundreds of authors. And so I feel really confident about my ability to help people um, on this on this journey, and you know, the goal is not just the book proposal. That's the way to get started toward actually writing a book. And so, over the course of six calls, um, I'm going to help people do that. The idea is that in six to eight weeks, you could have a book proposal completed. Um, and so, I'm going to open it up on July 15 of uh, the year 2014 and um, and close it a week later. And the reason I'm doing that is because I want us to be a community of people 
who are on this journey together. And so I have to close it off at some point so that we have a defined group of people who are going to be going through this together. And I know that um, I'm going to be pouring into this group, but I know that different members of the academy are going to help each other. And that is is as exciting to me as as anything else, as, as being part of a community doing this together. So, um, so that that's uh, that's what I'm planning to do with Book, Book Proposal Academy. People can check it out at bookproposalacademy.com. Yeah, and what I love about this is it's not uh, an author who put together one book proposal, got it published, and now he's showing you what he did. This is somebody talking about you, of course, I'm talking to the listeners, but Chad is someone who has literally seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different authors, different styles, different types of book proposals. I mean, this this is invaluable information that you're going to be able to get by going up going over and signing up for Book Proposal Academy. And that, again, is bookproposalacademy.com. I would encourage you to, at the very least, to go check out the infographic that he's created on how to get a great book concept, and then watch the training videos, the free teaching videos that he has for you uh, on diving further into this topic. And then, of course, I definitely would encourage you, while it's open, to jump in and get a part of Book Proposal Academy. So, Chad, I appreciate you spending some time. I know I learned some things today. Thank you for sharing your experience with the Blogging Your Passion audience. Oh, it was it was a lot of fun, Jonathan, and I hope to see some of them. It'd be it'd be great to be working with some bloggers. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again. <laughs>